Just fucking pile drive that elbow into the nutsack of this elbow. Let's go. Let's fucking do it. Let's steal its nuts and smash them. <laughs> <laughs> like and a winter then- squirrel. <laughs> Hi, this is episode 91. Good I am job. Amanda. This is right now. Christina, that's Christina. Oh, I'm Christina. We and- literally <laughs> just finished episode 90, like less than 45 seconds ago. <laughs> yep, we said, let's just fucking do this. And then we started it. Um, <laughs> this is I'm Sorry What the Podcast, in case you weren't here a few seconds ago when we <laughs> introduced it and finished the podcast. Um, <laughs> this one, this one's coming out right at the end of December. So we got a happy New Year's. Yeah, here soon. Hey. I just had to look at my time traveling. Time traveling calendar. calendar. Yeah. What What day is it coming out on? The 30th. Aww. Merry New Year, Ron. Fuck you, 2020. Hey, 2020 can fucking kick rocks. It can bounce the fuck up out of here. Like, adios. Fuck out. Get out of here. I'm ready for the roaring 20s that we all were prepared for. Let's fucking do this. I mean, to be fair, a pandemic is part of the Roaring Twenties. This is what I'm saying. Now it's passing, and let's get into the fun stuff. Booze! And fucking flapper flapper dress? Flapper dresses! And fucking headbands! And and, uh, Betty Boop! (laughs) I don't know if that's a uh, thing. And uh, Gatsby! And... (laughs) I don't know. I'm just throwing things out there that I know. are older. I'm than trying to think of things in the 20s. I'm like, I, I, uh, 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 finger waves. What <laughs> happened in the 1920s? The 1920s was the decade of Gregorian calendar. Okay, that's fucking stupid. I don't don't care what the dates are. Obviously, it started. January 1st, 1920, and ended December 31st, 1929. That's Thanks, what Dick. Siri fucking told me. <laughs> Siri, Siri, come on. Come on. Golden Age. World War One. Well, seems like we might be on the right path for that, so let's fucking do the it. The League of Nations <laughs> was established. <laughs> Shit. I, uh, hey, how you been? America the last- sustained the worst terrorist attack in its history. <laughs> Right. Oh, good. <laughs> Things to look for. I fucking love that. What is it? A TikTok where it's just like the guy's, the God's talking to his angel or whatever. And he's just like, and you scheduled all the things for the 2020s, correct? Is uh, that 20, 2020s? Like plural? <laughs> yeah. The 2020s, the 10 years. Uh, did you put it all in one year? Uh, that's like and it's an election year for the U.S. <sighs> <laughs> That's why I put the meme I shared yesterday. This whole year, 2020, reminds me of the scene from Disney's Hercules where the people of Thebes are standing around the fountain being like, was the fire before the earthquake or after the flood? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens, you know? Yeah, you know, I'm not going to say it's going to be a good year. But it's gonna be a year. <laughs> it's gonna be a new year. <laughs> Same shit. 
why am I so fucking funny? <laughs> what is happening with your hair? He likes that. Kind of looks like Billy Ray Cyrus. I've got like still my fallout voice wish happening, and you've got like a mullet Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm just bringing back heart moment happening. I'm just bringing back grade two Amanda. <laughs> grade two. What are you Canadian? <laughs> Oh, whoops did i word it wrong for you <laughs> second grade canadians always say grade two i should bring back the the center part no you shouldn't you look yeah, like I a should. man you no know why? you look like a manson girl and it's creepy you know why because fucking ted bundy that's <laughs> i was gonna say you look like a manson girl <laughs> why no that's that? if i don't like have uh unibrow maintenance and then i did that i would look like a manson girl they were kind of hairy and unkempt but they did have a center part (laughs) that that is true you are right you (laughs) are not wrong (laughs) wow we don't have anything like any updates because we just recorded so we're just talking shit right now just talking (laughs) shit and you are hey get out of there you fucking asshole sorry well that was rude <laughs> yeah you get out of there you little fucking asshole sometimes i forget we're recording i was talking to my dog uh, come here she's like what i didn't do anything <laughs> she literally comes running over here like what i'm not doing anything i'm just hanging out man being a nice girl i'm being a good dog all right should i tell you my story yeah, let's fucking just jump right in, you know? Let's fucking, let's fucking do it. Let's do it. Remember when we tried to find things that we could end on, like jokes and shit? Yeah. Back in the beginning. And now we just tell people to spread their legs like they're... <laughs> now we're just like, enjoy your life, man, you know? Enjoy, Fuck it. Fucking spread it all over the town. Dude, okay. I do look rough, huh? Just, I do not, I told you, I keep, I look like a member of Fallout Boy, if they were fat i want headphones that that was (laughs) that was aggressive i choose to ignore your comments like that all right should i sorry let's just go ahead and start huh i'm gonna tell you about the crouch family murder the crouch family sorry (laughs) crouch not to be not to be confused with crouch um okay So, Jacob Crouch uh, moved to Jackson County. First of all, I got most of this information from the Michigan Li- a Michigan Live article. It's a website. Okay. I just wanted it because I only got really one source on this, so I didn't want to just you be like... Noted. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, Jacob, he arrived in Jackson County, Michigan from New York State in like 1830-ish okay. uh, and settled on a Horton Road farm and in a history of Jackson County, called it a choice wheat raising land. Oh, so she was fucking fertile. She was fucking prime ground fertile for his seed. Oh. Oh, makes it sound like he's jizzing everywhere, but okay. Uh, <laughs> Call back to last episode. <laughs> <laughs> so he was considered basically for the time a millionaire. Oh. Uh, at the time of his death he had highfalutin if you will. was very very highfalutin uh <laughs> he had roughly a thousand acres of land and a, val- a valuable herd of cattle and property and livestock in texas as well so kind of a well-to-do motherfucker 
So, oh. <laughs> wow. That <laughs> he was ornery, tight fisted asshole who was untrusting of banks and lawyers. Oh, well, that doesn't <laughs> seem flattering. No way to speak ill of the dead, but you know, he's real fucking dead, so it's fine. And ornery. Uh, ornery. <laughs> I love that word. Ironry. What are you, ironry? You're so (laughs) ironry. It doesn't even sound like a word anymore. Nope. Uh, So Jacob and his wife, Anna, had five children. Anna died in 1859, six days after the birth of their son, Judd. And Judd was actually raised by his older sister, Susan, and her husband. And he thought they were his parents until he was like 10 years old. Oh. That happened a lot back then. I know, but it's just so weird. It's weird. I don't know why people do that, but it's weird. So Eunice. 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 Why didn't you wake me? You looked so serene. serene. (laughs) I made you breakfast, (laughs) darling. God, she's a man. It's the best name. (laughs) Eunice. Why didn't you wake me? (laughs) Uh, okay so eunice was his like was his daughter and was believed to be jacob's favorite child oh so she married a man named henry white uh who was part of a is a prominent jackson county family um his brother was a physician who sold patent medicines through one of the city's largest pharmacies uh and they had been married for about two years when jacob when they moved in with jacob Uh, So Eunice and Henry White moved in with Jacob to take care of him because he was starting to age and not be able to, like, take care of himself. Okay. Um, George Bolas was a 16-year-old African-American farmhand. They called him a farmhand. What year was this? 1859. Or late 1860s. Uh, I was like, this is right in the, like farm hand may mean that they get like a couple cents a week yeah rather but, than just straight up slaves but yeah but still <laughs> um and uh, julia reese a domestic servant were also living in the farmhouse at the time of the murders okay so on november <laughs> i'm not fucking around they actually said it was a dark and stormy night <laughs> in this article stormy night i put on november 22nd in 1883 twas a dark and stormy night (laughs) (laughs) twas a stormy night boom i was being the wind and thank, the lightning thank you thank you for saying that word so i didn't have to lightning lightning no, lightning <laughs> ah, you're so stupid <laughs> you're fucking stupid you dick sometimes sometimes it gets in there and then it goes for longer than just a couple so it'll be like lightning <laughs> It's like you develop a stutter just for just that a, word. Just for that word. <laughs> like, I used to not know how to spell banana, and I didn't know how to do, like, Until figure out how many A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-A-N-
A-A-M-A-N-A-S. Okay. All right. No, for reals. Okay. So there was high winds and a thunderstorm outside. When around midnight. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why, but we're going to keep going. Creative choice. We'll say that. <laughs> George. George, who was the 16-year-old farmhand. Yeah, was mm-hmm. awakened in the night by thunder and thought he saw a man with a lantern just standing outside his window. Oh my like, I fucking hate that. Yep. He said he heard what sounded like a like a booming sound, then another, and finally a muffled scream. So he climbed into a trunk in his room and stayed there until morning. That a guy. <laughs> fucking, like, nope. fucking right, doggy. Just gonna go ahead and <laughs> you know what? Just gonna hide in his trunk. Yep. When he went downstairs, he saw the bodies. Dun dun dun. Yes. So he ran to the nearest neighbor who summoned Sheriff Eugene D. Winnie. Um, and Jacob had been shot in the head. Jeez. Um another like servant was shot in the head and chest. Henry had a bullet hole in his neck and another in the abdomen, and Eunice had two shots to the right arm, one in the neck and another in the head. Did they say this kid did it? Just hold I'm on. I'm sorry. It's the first thing I thought. and It's, it's an that. unsolved case. So, okay, just good. Uh, before the sheriff could arrive, neighbors had already entered the Crouch home to see the crime because that's what people did that's so stupid people would like take things from crime scenes is like mm-hmm. just trophies saying like i fucking saw this which actually what's funny is because they just had people fucking coming in and out of the house and they had julia reese who was the all the other like in-home servant fucking making breakfast in the kitchen because she didn't walk through the rest of the house so she didn't know anyone was dead in the house so she just got up oh, and went about her, went about her, and just started doing breakfast, daily fucking routine, making breakfast, and then neighbors start coming in, and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing here? Get out of here, dude! I'm trying to make myself some breakfast. I'm working here. You mind?" So, uh, because they were the only two left alive in the house, Reese and um, Bolas were jailed for the murders. However, they were soon released for lack of evidence. Okay. Uh, Jackson County Sheriff Eugene D. Winey, Winnie, actually, he also called in an Ann Arbor photographer to photograph Eunice's white's eyes to see if the image of her killer was still reflected in them. Oh, yeah, that was a thing. That's why eyes were gouged out by, who was it? Was it? It was one of those killers back at that time that mm-hmm. they literally gouged the eyes out so that they couldn't find his image on their eyes. The photographer tried to, but he said too much time had passed for it to work. They didn't show up, man. It's been too long. <laughs> it's got to be right after they die that they're stuck on those irises. Mm-hmm. So it was like, obviously, small town, like 1800s rumor mill was a blazing. Um, oh, <laughs> some thought gypsy. Hold on. Sorry. Got to get your bl- your blankie skirt all wrapped up in there nice and taut well, like a burrito <laughs> so here's the thing my shirt is a little short and my pants don't quite cover my back and i got a oh. metal ass folding chair that i sit on and it's really cold on my bare skin she's real cold <laughs> so i had to like wrap up like a burrito 
Okay. So small town rumors, like I said, were kind of they were a blazing. Um they <laughs> some blazing. gypsies had robbed the home. Um, others were believed to like his kids were known for bragging about how much money that they had. Mm. Um and they said it's possible that when they were visiting, someone could have followed them from the train to the farm. Um, others thought that it might have been revenge for a farmhand that Crouch had fired because he was a crotchety old bastard. Um, and some also believed that Jacob, his son, mm-hmm. or, Jake, or no, I'm sorry, Jacob was the dad. Sorry. Um, some also said that Jacob was planning to leave his entire fortune to Eunice's unborn child and cut Judd and the Holocombs, which is his daughter and her husband, out mm-hmm. of the will completely. Others said that Byron, one of his other sons in Texas, had hired a band of Texas cowboys to kill his father and resolve family dispute over the inheritance. So yeah. he had two sons in Texas running like the big fam, like the f- big ranch, and then they so, were in Michigan with Eunice. Oh, okay. What you're saying is, is they thought he was willing all of his money to the one daughter, so they had him killed so she would get that money faster? Or... No, they killed her too. Well, then, does it just get to, I suppose it gets divided between the closest? It would go to his, because he hadn't changed his will yet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they killed her, her unborn child, and her husband. I was just like, why would they kill him if they think that he's willing all the money to a different person basically makes sense totally didn't even connect that like that she was dead yeah so thousands of so many people came to see this house in this murder scene that uh the michigan central railroad reportedly halted trains there to accommodate those who wanted to see the scene of the crime I'm just saying, um, everybody's always been into true crime. It's so true. People that are just like, why are people so into true crime now? It's been a thing forever and ever. Because it's fucking weird. Okay. Because the human mind is absolutely bonkers. So Jackson County actually offered a $10,000 reward during the 1880s. That's a lot of fucking money. And the, a white relative, because they were at last name was white not just the color of their skin <laughs> but one of the white's relatives because they were like big to do people in the pharmaceutical kind of mm-hmm. business added another two thousand dollars for information leading to the capture of the killer or killers because they killed his brother their brother too right uh the co- county also employed the famous pinkerton detective agency to help so judd um which was the son that was raised by his sister and mm-hmm. daniel holocomb which is the dad the guy that raised him were charged with the murders on March 8th of 1884. Uh, But then Susan Holocomb, Jacob's actual daughter, Mm -hmm. was found dead in her bed on January 2nd, 1884. Some said she was force-fed rat poison. Uh, Others said she killed herself because she didn't want to testify against her husband. But the official cause of death was listed as heart failure. So either it was a silencing or just really interesting timing for a natural death. Two days later, James Foy, the Holocombs farmhand, was found shot in the head. Okay, that seems a little more straightforward that something happened. Foy was said that he talked too freely about the Crouch murders in local saloons and had even shot a Union City man who claimed Foy was connected to the case but the death was ruled a suicide. Hmm. So Daniel's trial started on November 8th, 1884. 
The prosecutor um, who was in poor health called Austin Blair, a former Michigan governor, to serve as a special counsel. There was 145 witnesses called to testify. They offered only circumstantial evidence, and none could say positively who fired the shots that killed Jacob, the whites, and um, the other servant. And on January 10th, 1885, the jury returned a verdict of not guilty after deliberating about an hour. Judge Crouch was never brought to trial and no one was ever arrested or charged in the case. So then it just sat there. It's 120 some years later, still unsolved. And it will always be unsolved Mm -hmm. at that point. Right. So just a couple of weird facts. Um, Mrs. Thomas, I think the, um, I think that Holocombs did it. You think so? Yeah. For money makes the most sense right so mrs thomas murphy um of jackson michigan was one of the 145 witnesses in the murder trial uh and he was she was killed by her axe-wielding husband during the trial like in the room in Mm -hmm. the courtroom Mm -hmm. just a random he was just like fuck you (laughs) and came in with an axe and nobody fucking stopped him yeah Huh. Just a random fact. I feel um, like all these numbers are so like high for the time. It was in the like, middle the of the night money. and they had 145 witnesses. Like I feel like it was just anyone in the county. And I was like, oh, yeah, I saw something fucking right. when I woke up. Someone was driving, driving. Somebody riding was walking, a, riding. A, walking. Yeah. Some, yeah. Oh, so, dude. I'm like 145 people. In 1886, three bloody shirts were found buried in a stump of a tree on the Holocomb property, but it was never proven that to belong to the killers. Not sure who else that would belong to. Seems suspicious. A little bit. Um, Jacob Crouch's farm, estimated to be worth $50,000, went to Judd, who later lost it to the bank. (laughs) The original house burned in 1947 in a suspected arson fire. And that's it. Well, shit, son shit son yeah i'm i'm a, i'm guessing the holocombs also were behind it yeah um it just, just because, seems well for the money and then like the white family was like putting all this money and effort into trying to figure out who it was and they're kind of like i mean it happened yeah like <laughs> you're not you're not upset <laughs> like and i wonder if the wife susan didn't have anything to do with it if it was judd and daniel Mm-hmm. And then she got killed because she, hey, you killed my dad, you fucking. Right. If it was the, the non-blood mm-hmm. relatives that were like. Well, oh. Judd was blood. Technically. But... Technically. Yeah. Are you at that point, though? Are you, though? Are you? Interesting. I like historical cases just because it doesn't feel so close that it feels bad to, like. Make fun of it? <laughs> not even make fun of it. Just, like laugh or make jokes yeah. in the middle of it like when you were telling the last story you told yeah i felt like i couldn't say anything because it was so fresh and so new mm-hmm. and even then it's like it's just such a sad yeah case this one it's like they took a picture to see if they could see the killer in the eyes of the person that got killed so see in your eyeballs it's just been too long it's just been too their, long their image has faded they have oh <gasps> I need to go to high V. You know what time of year it is? Boom, chicka pop popcorn. Sugar cookie popcorn. Mm-hmm. 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 Boom. I if it's a thing now with uh, 
COVID being it's a smaller business, hopefully it's still in the works. And it's based out of Minnesota. I know. Boom, chicka pop. Literally, I'm pretty sure I bought like six bags of that last year. Easily. I know. It's so good. So yummy. Okay. Anyway, do you have a story or are you just going to keep drinking your Red's Apple (laughs) Ale? No, I'm like... Tastes like apple juice, mm-hmm. and I feel nothing. <laughs> I'm to it, and I'm like, "Is it just apple juice?" <laughs> Test me, bitch. <laughs> yeah, Z Y X W V U T. Yeah, what's up? Z Y X W V U. It's the alphabet backwards. Oh. <laughs> I was like, "What are you spelling?" I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Do you know why I know that? From a cereal commercial when I was a teenager. It was TUV. Yeah, it was like that alphabet cereal. No. Z-Y-X-V-V-U-T. W-V-U-V. Nope, I can't do it. C. Okay, fuck it. This is ridiculous. This is great. Great. Everybody loves this. This is great entertaining information, but could you tell me your fucking story, please? Fucking working on it, boss. Jeez. All right. Um, I'm going to tell you about Paul Mathers. All right. Never heard of her. It's a dude, but. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite thing to do is when someone says, hey, do you know blah? And it's like a girl name. I go, never heard of him. (laughs) (laughs) It made me think. Because it makes everybody pause for a second. Like, it's a what <laughs> it makes me think of the state farm commercial it's jake from state farm hi jake from state farm what are you wearing she sounds hideous well she's a dude, she's a dude so, so. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so paul mathers and i heard mathers too but it's spelled like mathers so that's what i'm going with mm-hmm. um to set the scene Everybody get dark and stormy night. Yeah, mine doesn't start like that. It's not as cool as yours. Oh, we can't all be as cool as me. So, um, (laughs) Tule, Utah, near Salt Lake City. On a dark and stormy night. November 22nd. (laughs) Mine was on November 22nd, too. I know. It's so fucking weird. Um, 2018. So mine's newer. (laughs) But it's not like super tragic. It's just weird. Uh, So police were called to the apartment of a 75-year-old woman named Jean Mathers, who um, was, they were called because the maintenance man hadn't seen her in like a week, which was unusual. So they were going to do a well, yep, a welfare check. So, uh, Again, I just like totally jumped three paragraphs. Anyway, so <laughs> she she had lived there since 2007. So she'd been there for like 12 years. And Jean was in a wheelchair for most of the time that she lived there. The first few years she wasn't, but then she was confined to a wheelchair after that. Okay. Um, once the police made entry, they found Jean, who was passed away in her bed. They believe that she had been dead for at least a week. And most likely it was natural cop causes in her sleep okay Mm -hmm. um after finding her the police began to look around the apartment to kind of just figure out like maybe what was her last moves who they should contact all that fun stuff um to let know that she had passed away Mm -hmm. 
And in the utility room of that apartment, they had a chest freezer. When they opened up it, up the chest freezer, they found a large object that was wrapped in black garbage bags. <gasps> Is it a torso? I'm just going to keep telling my story. <laughs> okay. I <hate> so torsos. <laughs> it's not just a torso. Oh, there's a head connected to it. That's the worst. So the police seeing this kind of pulled back the black plastic to see what was in it. And they found the heel of a human foot. Oh, it's a bent up body. Oh, I don't Mm -hmm. like it. Oh, I don't like it. They said, obviously, in like hindsight, that it was the shape of a person in the fetal position. Oh, I don't like it at all. Yeah. So they're kind of just like, you know, you don't think instantly that it's going to be that. So he like pulled the plastic back and was like, oh. My first thought when I open a thing and there's a black garbage bag in a freezer, my first thought is that's deaf a body. Of this kindly old 75-year-old yes. lady who's yes. been in a wheelchair for the last 10 years? Yes. Old people are just as creepy as kids. I'm sorry. Did you hear about that story about the woman who kept her, like, um, stillborn baby in the freezer and her son, who was, like, 45 years old, was cleaning out her house after she had passed away and found it. And she always told him it was like the top of the wedding cake from him and his dad. And it wasn't. And he goes, I ate out of that freezer forever. (laughs) So gross. (laughs) And it turns out it was like a baby that was going to be born before him. So it had been there his entire life. It had been in the freezers they had. For like ever. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, so they found the human foot, right? Um, It turns out that this was Gene's husband, Paul Edward Mathers, who I'm telling the story about, but also Gene, um, who hadn't been seen in over a decade. Oh, she killed him. Put his bent up body in a freezer. (laughs) His death was estimated between March 2nd and 5th of 2009. I don't know how they got such a close read just because he had been in a freezer and stuff, but... Mm -hmm. Um, just from like the last time he was seen at a doctor's appointment on the second. And then on the fifth, Paul's sister came to come visit him and Jean told her that he had moved to California and then no one had ever seen him since then. You know what? I think it's, I think it's because, I mean, at least this generation lived through like Mm -hmm. the sixties when it was like, that's where everybody just escaped. It was like the utopia for the hippie so Mm -hmm. they're like oh he's being he fucked off to california exactly so that's kind of how they got their timeline and like also obviously science said that it was a little closer to that but he was in a freezer so it was kind of hard to tell Mm -hmm. specifically so (laughs) this is the weirdest part is nobody filed like a missing persons report. And I'm sure it's because his sister's like, well, he moved to California. Like maybe it was something he had been talking about Mm -hmm. in his life or he just wanted to go. Um, And so it just wasn't like, Oh, it's missing persons or anything. So no one filed missing persons. All right. And I just can't, I just can't believe that no one ever was like, where's my dad? Where's my sister? Mm -hmm. Where's Yeah sister sister Not brother is that weird it's sad yeah well and 
the assumption at first was that Jane killed him, obviously, mm-hmm. um, and hit him in the freezer. But it turns out that Paul actually had advanced bladder cancer. And right around the time of his death, that's why he was at the doctor. Mm-hmm. And so um, they assume that he most likely had died in the house. And she put him in the freezer, but didn't actually kill him. Um, There was also a weird letter that they found in the apartment and it had weird spelling errors and stuff, but I'm going to, I'm going to read it the best of what I think it's supposed to say exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Paul, I, Paul E. Mathers, AKA Paula Mathers mm -hmm, of relative sound mind and cancer ridden body make the following statement. I am fully aware with my heart condition and the hydrocordone will eventually kill me. Um, it will make my heart stop. It's, but I will not, it will not be deliberate as much as I am not ready to leave my wife, Jean Marie. Jean has foiled actual suicide attempts. I want it known that Jean is in no way responsible for my death. Although that is what my drama queen mother will claim. My mother can get on with her life without having to acknowledge that I, her firstborn, was a TG. Paul E. Mathers, a.k.a. Paula E. Mathers. So the letter was even notarized, so they had like gotten it officially saying, like, this is what's happening. Um, they think TG, that TG, does that mean transgender? so they think that what he meant by that is that he was transgendered and that his mother never accepted it um and that gene was one of the only people that accepted it so she was the only one that was aware of it really because he wouldn't Mm -hmm. be open about it um but that's what they're assuming uh paul's mother had actually died a year before his body was found and so there was no talking to her about it and and she never filed a missing persons report i'm wondering if they were estranged because of this oh and that's why he referred to her as a drama queen and that she Mm -hmm. didn't have she could go on with her life without having her firstborn who so this dude just died and this old lady just shoved him in a freezer i guess i Uh, probably shouldn't call him a dude if he was transgender this lady well and that's where i was having a hard time like Mm. writing the pronouns the rest of the way because i'm just like i don't we're not trying to be disrespectful we just don't know the full scenario so right exactly what we know exactly i'm like i don't know what they went by so i just went with he because that's how all of the articles wrote it so um uh there was there were tests done obviously And it was found that Paul had lethal levels of his prescription drugs that he was taking at the time. So they wonder if either he was taking more because he was in pain and accidentally overdosed or if he he tried to commit suicide. Um, Another weird thing is that under the garbage bags, his head had a garbage bag over it too with duct tape taped around his neck. And, like, so tight that there was, like, obviously no air happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> medical examiner was unable to find the exact cause of his death, whether it would be an overdose or he was asphyxiated by the bag. What if he duct taped it so he couldn't get it off? See, and that's or what I'm wondering because that's taped it. Well, and that's what 
has happened before where people well not before but in some cases when people are like trying to kill themselves and they're legitimately trying to commit suicide they'll do stuff like shove cotton in their throat as well as overdose so that they don't Mm -hmm. vomit up the the you know medication or whatever Mm -hmm. it may be um so I'm wondering if it was something like that where he took they took all this medication and then duct taped Mm -hmm. it so he would also suffocate right um so it was labeled undetermined because they couldn't say it was an accident whether it was natural suicide or homicide because it kind of had little flags of all of them Mm -hmm. uh the police don't think that it was possible for Jean to put him in the freezer by herself um considering she not long after his estimated time of death was put into a wheelchair because of like she couldn't even walk around on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, but I guess technically she wasn't in a wheelchair when he passed away. So she maybe could have. Uh, either way, there were no fingerprints on the garbage bags. So they couldn't tie anybody to the garbage bags. Uh, so no one really knows if anybody helped her either. Why put him in the freezer? That's so, so weird. They think the reason that she did that is, and didn't report the death, is because she continued to collect his VA benefits after he passed away. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this equivalent of his, what she would have uh, collected after the death of Paul or <gasps> Paula was $177,000 in benefits through that 10 years that they mm-hmm. estimated they were dead um and the police consider the case closed because obviously and then like it i just can't imagine i'm like whatever anyway so they consider the the case closed even though there's no actual definitive answer or cause of death for paul paula um just because obviously she put him in the freezer obviously it was because of money they just don't know if it was an intentional death or not what if I had a thought? I'm ready. What if, because they were planning on killing themselves mm-hmm. and they wanted her to continue getting his money or his their money, they put themselves in the freezer? Oh, and that's, well, see, the problem with that is. Like they how, put the bag over them mm-hmm. and duct taped that over their head after they took a bunch of pills and just laid down in the freezer and she just shut it and walked away. Well, and as I don't know if it was them who did it, but I feel like the two of them had to have had some sort of agreement. Right. Once I die, just don't report my death. You can keep, you know, cause she didn't have much for what she would live off of. But what if they just climbed into the freezer after they took a bunch of pills, wrapped the duct tape around their neck, and just laid down in a garbage bag. Mm-hmm. And then she just shut the freezer and walked away and never opened it again. It just makes me wonder, if would the medication get into the bloodstream like they tested, saying that there was so much medication in the blood, if that's how they would have done it? Because they would have died a lot faster being suffocated on top of being, you well, know, you don't overdosing. know how long how quickly they got into the freezer after that's they true. Took the medication too that's true that's they true. could have been like all right i'm starting to feel it let's climb in i feel like that's a viable like possibility because if she couldn't I, how else yeah that's where the police are like i mean technically she wasn't in a wheelchair at the time but not 
long after that she was confined to a wheelchair because she was unable to get around on her own let alone they said so uh paul paula obviously was um was a pretty like petite small mm-hmm. person too obviously if they fit in to and a they had cancer freezer so. and exactly so they're like it's not unrealistic that maybe she was able to get them into the freezer um but it was still just like, I don't know how she would have done that as such a frail woman as she was at the time. Um, but it's, I just found it very interesting. That's weird. <laughs> That's why I was like, do you want child killer or fucking weird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, that was a good story. Thank and you. Weird. That was fucking weird. You're right. That was fucking weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh just in case any of you guys have noticed we haven't been putting out any for fuck's sakes because i have to have my ankle reconstructed again so we've been double recording episodes and uh i don't want to put weird ones out where they're like three or four weeks old and i haven't had time to really find funny news articles because i keep researching for our actual episodes so but mm-hmm. we do have some stuff in the works that we're trying to figure out for episode 100 and the new year and what we got your guys's polling we're gonna try and figure out merch at some point too and um i really want a sweatshirt slouchy crew neck i think is what amanda said i kind of want that too so yeah i want a slouchy crew neck as an option with our logo on it yeah i want the fucking question mark ear that sounds cool that i drew that makes me so happy It's so, I I still find it fucking funny that both of us had the same idea of what we should do for the logo and you yeah. had drawn it out and I was like I literally wanted to do like a question mark into an ear because you listen <laughs> with your ears and it's all about what the fuck because you listen with your ears yeah <laughs> I'm really deep listen okay. with your ears guys stop listening with your dick and start listening with your ears you know what i read something interesting so here's time for science corner um i'm ready the reason most people don't like the sound of their own voice are you ready there's a scientific reasoning behind it when you hear sounds through your ears they go into your ears and they hit your like cochlear and all that crap Mm-hmm. and it's um air conduction that you hear sound with so it's on the airwaves and it goes through and when you are talking and you hear your own voice that's actually through bone conduction mm-hmm. and bone conduction is slightly lower than air conduction so you hear your own voice on a lower register like, softer pitch mm-hmm. than everybody else does so then when you hear it like on a recording you're not hearing it through bone conduction you're only hearing it through air conduction i think is what it was called so then it sounds slightly higher and you're like that's what i fucking sound like ew ew why do i sound like a valley girl ew (laughs) do i actually sound like this yes oh shit oh shit son so that's hey don't say I never fucking taught you anything. I was like, now, if you didn't know that, now there's something that you know. Now you fucking know. If you didn't know, now you do. All right, kids. Well, happy fucking New Year. Happy. I will be day three of surgery when this comes out. Yes, or you Or day will. two. My surgery's on the 28th. on the 28th. So you'd be, when this comes out, yep, day two. Oh, and from surgery. Yeah, day two and three are and the high worst. as fuck. 
they all be high as fuck and cranky as fuck and not really awake most of the time nope so <laughs> happy fucking new year to me guys yeah. <laughs> what way to start or start and kick 2020 off. i mean i feel like there's no better way like why not be in a cast and not be able to fucking move why not fuck it fuck, fuck it, it bitch fuck it bitch i mean man shit <laughs> okay anyway uh follow us on the social medias the facebook and the instagrams and the twitters if you really want to i don't do anything on there but it's there she's a fucking slacker not a slack i just fucking hate it i hate it just give it a fuck fuck twitter fuck you fuck you fuck twitter exactly i fucking hate it okay well spread yourself and all and over the- town slipping oh. sliding everyone rushing around there's <laughs> christmas has passed <laughs> <laughs> the way i said that just reminded me of that stupid fucking song snow is falling all over oh. town, town slipping sliding everybody rushing around there's an icy chill in the air Telling us that winter's really here. Oh, I'm so glad that winter is here. Grab your sled and let out happy cheer because it's snowing, blowing all through through the day. Winter wind will surely blow all your cares away. away. (laughs) Oh, fucking A. All right, bye, guys. Welcome, you goddamn (laughs) jackass.